Welcome to another one of our Darker Days Radio Deep Dives, and we are continuing our, well, this is the last episode of the Deep Dive into Imperium Maledictum. So I'm one of the Break Lives, Chris, and I'm joined by Mike. Hey, how we doing? And joined by Chig. Evening, everybody. And we're joined by Crystal. Hello. Um, and unfortunately, David's not with us today, so um, we'll be continuing on. We'll be one character down, but I mean, for the game that this is, that's not really a big problem. Um, so, uh, right, well, we're pretty much ready to get into this. Um, some a little bit of co- uh, information up front. First of all, I want to say because um, just because you know we're on video and I've got books and stuff here, so um, because I've been put up. The interviews for Realm of Fire up on um, up onto the YouTube as well. So if people want to get hold of Tommy Saul's book, that is it. That is the art of and has uh, like absolutely fantastic painting guides uh, and examples of his work. Literally, the theory of how you apply paint to miniatures. And how you use your brush. You will not see this wow. in other books anywhere. It is literally the physics of how paint brushes work, uh, with some great um, you know, just conversations about technique. So that's cool. Yeah, it looks so let's great. Get that out of the way. Um and then uh let's think any other things we should mention oh, i think that's it actually i can't think of anything else interesting we're slowly getting all the episodes all the past um darker days radio episodes up onto youtube um there's like another 150 160 odd yeah. to go up since we used to do it and then we forgot about it and now we're catching up um, yeah, but they will yeah. all go up there. So a lot of the uh, the more recent episodes have been going up. Um, I'm thinking maybe it would be good to do maybe a throwback Thursday kind of thing where you just put up the uh, really old episodes on Thursdays, that sort of thing. I think it could be good. But yeah. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, right. And I think that's basically our kind of housekeeping, as it were, um, which brings us into playing the scenario. Uh, so yes, this is Imperium Maledictum, and this is uh, one of the. It's not the intro scenario from the uh, from the start set, which is still to ship. I don't know when when that's coming out quite yet, so I don't know. Um, some upfront content warnings. It's forty k, so you know there's going to be overt fascism because it's the Imperium and they're horrible people. Um, so, you know, some of the NPCs are going to be quite grim in that sense. Uh, there is also going to be body horror. We might get, it depends on how far we get through the scenario in this, uh, actual play. We're not going to play through all of it, which in some respects is maybe good for those watching because then there's, you know, no spoilers in that sense. Um, and there is, because of the, the nature of the adventure, there is references to uh, and, uh, drug use and, uh, you know, just the general Imperium. It's a horrible place. You know, if you're used to 40k, used to Warhammer, you know what to expect. It's a uh, dystopian nightmare sci-fi. Um, cool. With that out of the way, we can get started. Um, and before, actually, one last thing to get started before we get started. At the very start of this scenario, 
Uh, it makes an assumption that your group of characters are uh, a cadre working for a inquisitor investigating the point of you know the 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 scenario, going through the scenario performing the investigation but they do have a box out for other patrons uh so there are guides to how to alter the scenario to incorporate anything you want so with that out the way we can get started properly so i have to do some a lot of on the fly thinking of how i'm going to modify this for you're not members of the inquisition you are members of a crime syndicate. Um, good. Okay. So you're currently aboard a um, uh, aboard a cargo carrier that is heading to that is descending in a, a rather rough ride down to the surface of the planet of Vol and to the primary uh, hive uh, hive city there. Uh, known as Rockarth. the what you can see from the the uh, dirty windows as the as this vehicle is shuddering through the atmosphere is the planet is pretty grim looking. You can't really see much. Uh, it's cloaked in smog. Uh, it, there's a busy spaceport that you can make out above in orbit, and then. Piercing through the clouds into the high atmosphere are the uh, the pin the kind of like spines of various uh, hive cities, some smaller than others, and of course the largest of these is the hive city of Rockarth. What you know of this world and why the planet is so grisly and and dangerous is that it is covered in corrosive rains, acidic slurry. It's dangerous to travel. If you do travel anywhere, you have to wear, you know, um, protective clothing. And other than the hive cities, which are, you know, gargantuan centers of commerce and and manufacture, manufacturing arms and and so forth, uh, the surface of the planet is devoted to the native algae crops that refine the acids in the world in order to make the various. Uh, Chemi- uh, petrochemicals and and minerals required for munitions and medical supplies, all of course, which is tithed to the Imperium to keep the war engine going. So yeah, hold on to your lunch as as the the uh, this spaceship this lander you know, is screaming through the atmosphere. You feel your stomachs lurch as the air brakes kick in. And yeah, there's mostly someone vomiting up into a paper bag as you go. And there's the grinding of metal upon metal as the as the landing gears are prepared for the vehicle. The lighting, uh, what lighting there is in the cargo bay, which is given over to passengers, goes from uh, a, a grim kind of, um, you know, let's just say it's a piss-coloured yellow kind of lamps, uh, just goes pure red uh, to warn that they're about to land. People rush to their seats to kind of strap themselves in. Uh, and with a a bit of a thump and the, the groaning of engines, the lander lands in the spaceport of Hive, of Hive City Rockarth in what is known as the Mud Gate. So this is a... a, a the main spaceport, which has um, 
which has transport links to almost every level of the hive city, even down into the deep bowels of the hive. Of course, while you've been in this journey, uh, one of you, I think one of you has a data slate. I don't think I took one. Uh, let me check my character sheet real fast. You mostly do. I do have data slate. I do. Yes. I say I do not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, Mike, your character, um, your you have a data slate, and upon it is um, was encrypted, and is still encrypted unless you use the uh, use the decryption uh, ring that you have as member of this syndicate. Is a message from your patron, right? Okay. What, um, what did uh, Scythia send to us? Yes, it says. <clears throat> It says, um, my agents, you are heading to Rockarth on the planet of Vol. It's a dangerous world, and you are there to find out more about a biochemical substance in circulation within the hive. I believe it is some sort of narcotic known as gratis. I want you to find out the source of this narcotic, and if possible, make you bring bring into the fold the organization that is using it on vol so that we may leverage it for my own goals of course if you suspect that there is any dangers related to gratis and other other factions that may make use of it for their own purposes, I trust you will take the right action and eliminate them and the narcotic production plant. Excellent. Okay. So uh, as we're getting off uh, from the uh, transporter, I'm going to um, discreetly motion to my compatriots here, Genevieve and Quentin, uh, that we go off to a quiet corner away from any servitors or anything, anyone as well that could be listening or any listening devices. And uh, I start to explain to them, uh, particularly uh, motioning towards Genevieve, who I think is our our hive ganger of the group um, and infractionist. So I think, uh, Genevieve, have you heard of uh, this gratis substance before? Um, is this something new, like, or has oh, this, this been is around? something? This is something new. You've heard Very of new? other things. Okay. You've heard of other, other, um, you know, narcotics on other worlds. Um, you know, you've you've heard whispers of something known as gas, which comes from Necromunda, um, but you've never heard of gratis. This seems something recent, something new. Okay. Plus, um, I've worked before. Yeah, I like there there are a lot of drugs that I know about. This is not one of them. I've yeah. never heard of this one before. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Well, hmm, we're brand new to this planet. Um I'm not sure if either of you have been here before. I haven't. Uh at least not recently. And I'm not sure if I have any contacts. We're going to need to probably go down into the underhive or someplace else and start asking questions. I know that's dangerous. What do you two think? think I've been in more dangerous situations in the Underhive. 
I'm ready to go. There is some appendices to the message, which um, are very short and to the point. So, the Mudgate is also where reports of gratis have uh, been, reports of it being trafficked. Um, so the local enforcers, known as the Vigilites, um, have have obviously, you know, taken in uh, gangers and hive workers who who have been trafficking this drug or being users of it. There is also more disturbingly, maybe there is a there has been a report which has which has come to your patrons note uh, notice that a noble known as uh, Vidame Gulla was has been taken into the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty, so uh, to to recuperate from taking gratis. Finally of use to you there is a safe house that um which your which your patron main maintains called the thaler Hol- uh, hostelry uh, hostelry yeah hostelry not hostelry hostelry um there is a code phrase in order to identify yourself as as members of the uh, syndicate which is all hail the martyrs the response should be on their blood is our Imperium founded. Mm. So wait, then, do we? Do we... <laughs> you, you, you should identify yourselves with all hail the martyrs. Their okay. response should be on their blood is the Imperium founded, and then good, you should good. finally also respond with, in their remembrance, do we honor ourselves? Okay, um, so yeah, basically, it's a safe house. You can there's, you know, food. Somewhere to rest, supplies, medical supplies, limited ammunition, um, but you know, make use of it as you see fit. Um, what was that last phrase again? In their remembrance, do we honor ourselves? Okay, so having had your discussions about the nature of gratis and about what we know of the world. Um, you've already joined one of the many snaking queues that are leading through one of the checkpoints to get from the dock to the the main transport hub. Um, and as you're doing that, so there are numerous people obviously going about waiting uh, nervously to pass the checkpoint. So how about you make a awareness check? So that's awareness sight and at minus ten to see if uh, you know what you know about the mud. Alternatively, you can observe those around you and use and um, perform a challenging. So that's there's no modifier on, on your role. Intuition, and you're either looking at humans or surroundings best to guess who might be smuggling. Uh, gratis within the uh, transport hub. Uh, Quentin will be watching all of the people as they come and go, make sure that none of them are obviously corrupted and horrible people that need to be killed on site. So on his intuition roll, uh, he succeeded by five points, rolling a 33 on a 38. Okay. 
Um, would this be an opportunity for me to use my read lips talent? Uh, yeah, you could do that. Okay. What does that give me? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it lets you read what they're saying. I know, but I'm looking to see if there's a... Uh, um, a mechanical mechanic. thing. Yeah. Read lips. Um, Even if you can't hear someone talk, you can understand what they're saying by reading their lips. So, okay. so long as you notice people who might be doing something, you know, suspicious, and... You can read their lips and, and understand what they're they're up to. Okay, so, so I, it, sorry. Yeah, it, it, can I make a suggestion? Actually, so I I rolled as um, Arissa uh, awareness, and I got an eleven uh, for my roll. That's with a D one hundred against a, uh, a roll of thirty. So that gives me one success level, actually. Um, so I think I might notice someone, and perhaps I could point out to Genevieve, like, hey. They're doing something shady over there. Maybe read their lips, because I know you're good at that. Does that sound good, Crystal? Yeah, that would absolutely sound good. I actually think that's two success levels, because it's the difference in the tens unit. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you needed complete. complete no, no, no. Okay. You just look at the I'll tens. Okay. I will, I will take that. So do you want me to roll awareness, then? Uh, yes. Okay. Is it still the minus 10? Uh, let's ignore the minus 10 now you've been directed by uh, Arissa on who to pay attention to. Okay. Uh, so I got a 34 uh, and my awareness is 36. Oh, so you just passed. Okay, good. I just passed. Good. So you passed... So you've passed with no um, success levels, so it's considered as a marginal success, so it's a yes, but. Okay, good. Okay. okay. Let's go with that then. So yes, there are signs of people performing illicit trading and passing things to others. Um, there are clearly people are trying to sneak off to places where um, where there are smugglers who seem to know ways around the checkpoints clearly using um i i you would imagine uh if, if it's a hole in a fence or it's a it's um it's a a, a, a doorway or portal into some, a pipe network that the that people aren't aware of and obviously the the enforcers due to the mass of people they have to protest to process uh are only unable to keep you know, constant um, to watch constantly and, and check for. You can see that some are wearing what looks like kind of ragged, kind of noble clothing, or at least it looks like that. And as you're looking around, you do spot someone. And you, for a brief moment, you can make out what they're saying. They They seem to be talking about that... If they want to get more, they need to find 
they need to find, and you can't make out fully the name, but something the red, who's of the Valathi knives. And then they spot you looking in, in their direction, and they're just like, take the creds off the off the persons they push give to them a small packet and then they dis- disappear back into uh through the the door and lock it behind them okay well i got somewhat of a start hmm. yeah that's something um maybe we should go to the safe house and then we can pursue this further once we've uh got some of our gear yep Let's Some head, of our more let's... illicit gear. Yep, let's get through this checkpoint and play nice. All of my gear is exceptionally illicit. I take exception to the implication that I have anything illicit. Well, Quentin, not all of us are uh, ordained defenders of the Imperium. True. I do You've consult got with less some... You've got some appropriate, you know, documentation which will allow you to pass through. Um, I think you mostly, you're most probably masquerading as as a ranking member of the administratum, and uh, and you know, you're a bodyguard and well, bodyguards for for um, Arissa. That's mostly the easiest thing to to suggest. Anyway. The the queue of of uh, of citizens funneled through the checkpoint, overseen by the uh, the vigilites in their carapace armor, watching them from from gun towers, tracking them with combat shotguns and, and bolt guns. Uh, some are moving down the the queue, checking for for uh, any scum any criminals that they sh- they should take in before they get to the checkpoint um and with them some even ha- uh, one or two of the vigilites are even uh leading on a leash a uh, a cyber mastiff which growls as it sniffs the air for pheromones and other narcotics at which point you hear one of the vigilites out. yeah I just want to point out that the vigilates, the enforcers here, are probably better equipped than uh, Quentin has ever been. Yeah. Better armor, yeah. better weapons, <laughs> robo dogs. Anyway, oh, you meet you you hear coming from from uh, across the uh, well across the the portion of the spaceport that you're in. You hear a loud hailer amplifying the voice of a vigilate. Stop that infractionist scum! And you can look in that direction, and you can all make a challenging reflexes dodge test. Uh, nope, this is going to go well. Not even going to need to look at my character sheet. Nope, I missed that. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, complete failure. <laughs> is that reflexes or dexterity? Re- it's reflexes. Reflexes is based off of agility. Oh, okay. I actually have a decent amount of reflexes, so I probably would actually. Let's see. Uh, nope, I do not. <laughs> I like how the first two right. rolls we all succeed, and now we're all failing. <laughs> okay, so you've all failed. That just makes it easy for me. So one of you, I'm going to randomly decide which one. 
Uh, yeah. So, Arissa, you turn, hearing hearing the uh, the the vigilite roaring over the loud hailer, and a ragged looking citizen sprinting towards you just smashes straight into you, and you both just go sprawling across the ceramite floor, um, knocking you both prone. Um, the man there, you know, picks himself up onto his feet and begins weeping. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Don't, don't let, don't let them get me. And it's, he gets up onto his feet, starts to, uh, to, uh, you know, pick up pace again and flee from you and the vigilites who are pushing their way through the crowd, who are you watching the long queues part as a vigilite, um, with you know lumen lamps on the shoulders, marching forward with a combat shotgun. Get here, scum! Right. What do you want to do? You have uh, a Quentin few options. Will... You can either help Quentin, the vigilite, Quentin... or do you want to help the smuggler, or just not get involved? Quentin is going to pick Arissa up and put himself between her and the uh, guy with the shotgun. And are you, you're dressed as. Do you still dress as a member of the Astra Militarum? Of course. Not hiding that. Right. Uh, so you're actually going to get in the way of the Vigilite. Okay, fine. Interesting. Um, <laughs> the Vigilite walks to- towards you. They've got a helm on, which has got like. Um, that's got built into it like the. A, uh, uh, what is it? Is it laurel leaf uh, that the Romans would wear? Olive leaf. Laurels, like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Built, it, it is, you know, moulded into the helm. Um, it's just a, a slit visor. Uh, the armour is golden, but obviously looks golden for whatever finish it has, but it's obviously chipped and cracked and has a patina to it and marches towards you holding their, their weapon and just looks you straight in the face. Get out of the way. You're impeding the you're impeding the uh, Lex Imperialis and the Emperor's word. Your actions have driven my charge into the ground. If you do not apologize immediately, I will take that from you and make you eat it. Apologize. Then you can continue on with whatever little petty local issues you're dealing with. <laughs> um, the Vigilite, just uninterested in, in you, just pushes you to one side and just walks past and begins, keep, you know, keeps up the pace as you watch the uh, the the scum who is running off deeper into the hot, you know, past all the cargo containers and, and trying to find somewhere to hide amongst the, the, uh, the landers and spacecraft. But he does get away, right? I held um, him up that long, right? Yeah. The smuggler, the, the, the scum does get away. Um, or at least as far as you're aware, at which point, because you, you stood up to the Vigilite, another one approaches, um, a bit shorter, 
and wearing um has attached to their armor a number of um purity seals and is from the sound of their voice is a uh, is a woman upon the breastplate is the crest of house castix which is the the uh the imp- is the the imperial uh, house of the hive of the hive world and obviously in charge of the entire place um they approach you citizens what makes you think you should impede the work of the emperor's vigilite enforcers here i believe that uh, Arissa will step forward <clears throat> My uh, my guard here, the guardsman, was uh, simply protecting me, as I am here on official business for the Adeptus Administratum. Show me your papers. I produce the papers and right. also show my data slate, which has corresponding information. Make a challenging rapport test, and you can use charm, deception, or inquiry. Whatever you feel you're good at. I was on mute. Um, <laughs> sorry, I made a, uh, I made a, uh, uh, a deception roll, uh, but it fails by two levels. Fails by two levels. Okay, interesting. Yep. Hmm. The Vigilite looks over your pa- looks over the um, the data slate and. Uh, accompanying papers that you have for it. These, hmm. and which world do you say you you? Which world did you say that you uh, came from? Um, Macarius. It's Macarius. Yeah, Macarius. Macarius. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh citizen it seems that i'm gonna have to take you to one side your entire party must come with me we have to process this fully something isn't quite adding up with your details here absolutely but i must remind you as a member of the adeptus ministratum you may not refer to me as citizen quite so well what is your actual role? Uh, Primus Scribus. Scrivener, then. I, I, yeah, Scrivener, yes. I'm a Scrivener. Uh, I, I assume I've got some title, which is like some title which I must be referred to as, but it's like the lowest rank plausible. Bartlebus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just an Amazon parcel. I can leave on the back door. Um, it's one of those days, isn't it? Um, okay, cool. Um, you follow the Vigilite over to one of the um, processing desks. And there is uh, other Vigilites there performing, looking over people's papers. And... She she takes a seat and begins to start processing 
uh, through your 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 data to make sure the details match up with um, with your transportation documents and who you're actually meant to be. Um, what do you want to do? As a member of the imperial bureaucracy, I think Arissa wants to just sit here and get through the bureaucratic stuff. Uh, however, I'm sure my compatriots have other ideas. So I am just going to be a tiny little thorn in their side and use my, my skulk or ability to just stay out of their view of range Mm -hmm. just enough to just make them continually look for me. Okay. Not that I'm going anywhere, but just to just make them annoyed. Not going to do anything else, though. Okay. Um... Right. Okay. Quentin is going to talk shop with them about their equipment. He's very okay. into their, uh, what they're wearing and their sidearms and those cyber dogs. They look pretty cool. The, the enforcer regularly. working for this, um, for the one that's been speaking to you, uh, refers to her. Um, Captain, uh, Captain Petronilla, I'm just beginning to process this and the, uh, I process these documents. I think the issue is that Things have not been. Things are not up to date and require to be signed. Um, you then watch as a as a, a skull built into the cogitator bank, which this uh, enforcer is working upon, spools out reams and reams of paper with lots of text and apparently lots of places that need to be signed. The this enforcer turns to Arissa. Um, Adapt Scrivener, I require you to yeah. sign these, and there are literally about 20 or 30 places that you need to sign and make copies of, and sign again, and stamp, and overall this is going to take you about an hour to work through, to cross-check cross, cross -check things, and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. It would, but uh, luckily my character has an auto quill, which will speed up the process a little oh, bit. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so as I it sign is, things, it's kind of just copying my signature in different places. It is absolutely tedious work, which obviously gives you a chance to speak to the enforcer or Petronilla as you're, as you're doing this, so, this mundane work. So you can all, if you wish, you can try a, I mean, check, you can try a rapport and either do charm or inquiry. Bold of you to assume that I have any of that, but okay. <laughs> and the same with Crystal. With her, um, well, I'm going to try to be lip reading. Okay, cool. I did succeed on my rapport roll. I rolled a 19 on the 30, so I believe that is two levels of success. Yeah. As this is going on, um, you're able to strike up a conversation with Petronella as you talk talk weapons. Uh, you're interested in 
her um, combat shotgun, which is um, not something that you would be, you know, it's typical for the enforcers to use. They don't use las guns or anything. That's that's um, that's something for the Astra Militarum. Um, and you bring up conversation of about who was that that scum that knocked into into your your charge. Um, and Petronella is willing to to say something because she's just happy that you're filling in the paperwork because you know you're willing to do that. Um, it makes their life easier. Uh, it's you know you're one less group oh, of no. people. Did, the cops made us fill out their own paperwork for them, didn't they? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's actually going on here. Oh, jeez. Um. So yeah, Petrona. Um, yes, the we we do have some issues where the reason for the strict um, the strict checking of paperwork and and identification currently is, as you can understand, to prevent smuggling by criminals like the one which. Uh, who uh, knocked over your your friend here? Um, they're trafficking in all manner of goods uh, and drugs. There's this uh, unsanctioned chemical, which has been used uh, mainly sold to to manufacturum laborers. We're careful that we're maintaining that this drug is not being used and smuggled off world. That would clearly be a stain upon my reputation and and the enforcers here uh, if this was to get out of hand. Uh, uh, you say you come from Macaria. Is there any word of gratis there? No. What Gratis? What? What is that? Can you tell me about it? Well, we're waiting for Full analysis of its uh, nature. It is a uh, seemingly a complex chemical, uh, but things take time. Paperwork takes time. The uh, the Medicaid's have more than enough work to uh, keep them going for a decade. So by the time we find out about the nature of this chemical, I'm sure it'll be already found on a dozen worlds within this subsector. Well. Not if, uh, not if you have your way. And indeed, based indeed. on the efficiency here, I'm sure you'll manage. I like to believe we keep a uh, tight, uh, a tight ship here. Ah, well, it seems you've uh, finished signing everything, Adept Scrivener. Yes, and happy to do it. I I always like to do paperwork. Uh, be careful where you go. The uh, fellow that ran into you, I believe, works for the Vilathi Knives. I wouldn't be surprised if, given they will have had a good look at you, they may even think you a uh, an easy mark for pickpocketing. 
Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Well, we'll be sure to stay away from the uh, underhive and seedier parts of this uh, of this place. As you can see from our paperwork, we're here for very official business. Yeah, there's a loud thump as Petronas takes up a stamp and finally authorizes your paperwork. Remember next time when you're coming through my checkpoint, so ensure everything is up to date. It will then save us plenty of time going through these uh, necessities. She then looks at Crystal. Uh, she then looks at, over at your character, uh, your character for a moment, because obviously you've got a, you've got a long rifle. I do. Um, yeah, I do. I hope you have all the the uh, the appropriate uh, the appropriate license for that uh, that weapon. Oh, ab- absolutely! It's I'm part of the protection detail for good, our good. our lovely Scrivener. Well, after you, you may leave now. I have have work to attend to. And that work seems to be at- attending to as you hear someone scream, but I signed everything. I did, I did. And, and, the, and the sound of a bolt gun going off as the person is executed. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that sounds right. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So, um, you, you leave the spaceport and you find your way moving through the mass of people, slowly making your way to one of the transport elevators, which is large enough to carry maybe three or four, um, Lehman Russ battle tanks. And it, you know, about that big. Someone closes the gates on it and it shudders into action and begins descending down into the hive. So you're making your way down to the main lower hive where the vast majority of the populace makes their home, where the manufactorums are, all the hab blocks are, and filled within there will be the numerous um, <clears throat> other facilities. There'll be administorum uh, office blocks where all the various tithes to the Imperium are are recorded and double stamped. There's going to be the processing f- facilities for corpse starch. Uh, there's going to be the vast manufacturers that make use of the algae that is harvested on this world, and a plethora of other you know factories and businesses for people to attend to, and of course numerous cathedrals and churches, so that at the relevant time the the mass of of laborers can make their their you know their their prayers to the emperor in, in, uh, within the little time they have away from their work um yeah so you make your way down and you're moving through this mass of people where do you want to go i think we were heading to the safe house right yep yeah um if if okay do we need to uh, role play that or can we just kind of go there grab our stuff and then keep on with the adventure you can go there don't worry you you can make your way through you know where it is um like i say you're gonna have to mostly get on some some like transport tram that again is used to ferry large amounts of cargo and people uh 
as you're going, you you'd sometimes see people that are of higher station than the the laborers and and serfs within the hive, accompanied by various, you know, whether they're ogrin uh, bodyguards or they're they've got um, floating servitor skulls attending with them uh, that have that pulsating sound of their grav plates keeping them aloft in the air. Um, you do go past some shops and markets where people are able to use their meager amounts of credits to buy things that aren't provided to them by the state. And eventually you get to the, the hostelry, uh, which is a hab facility that is in the lower hive. It's a standard pattern hab unit. You know, it's decrepit, it's centuries old. And hastily cut doors penetrate some of the walls. There's ramshackle metal plates dividing the, that cover it. Some of the, the what would have been windows are covered up, boarded up, and yeah, it's a pretty great place. And out and it's you only know it's the hostelry because there is um, kind of red, uh, red kind of neon signage which announces what the the name of the location. Uh, the air is acrid, um, so those of you that have got um, uh, got flugs, uh, fil- filtration plugs, yep. those basically you you shove up your nose, and it filters the crap out of the air for you um, yeah. to get rid of the horrid stench, which is like you know <sighs> the smell of the smell of I guess like rotting sausages and and other gross things um, as the air is is reeking with airborne acids. Um, there are screams every so often as another worker is mauled by by uh, the machinery in the factories nearby. Um, and you see carts pulled away as as the days <laughs> as the days worth uh, as as that day's worth of, of maimed Maimed uh, factory workers uh, are taken away, ready to be used to turn into corpse starch. It's mm. gross. It's I horrible. Wonder how the, I wonder how the corpse starch tastes on this planet. Yeah. Anyway, um, acrid. So you get to the no, that's on Ohio. And you you open the door. Outside, there are people smoking um, obscura and other narcotic. You know just happily smoking or drinking. Um, and inside is a um, is a rather kind of like elderly woman. Um, she's her got a hacking cough due to the due to the air. Her clothing is a patchwork of robes. Some carry upon them holy icons and or or have the words of uh, from uh, a holy text kind of printed upon it and as she's looking over uh, the day's books she's muttering short prayers to the god emperor she looks up as you enter yes welcome to Thaler's hostelry can I help all hail the martyrs could you could you speak up young man all hail the martyrs. Ah, yes, yes. And on their blood is our Imperium founded. In their remembrance, do we honour ourselves? 
Ah, good, good. Well, welcome. Welcome to to my uh, establishment. Um, I guess I won't be signing you in and taking any payment for you. That has all been dealt with. Um, right, well, good, 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 good. Um, however, for a small price, I can provide you with some fresher linens if you wish for your stay here. And, uh, of course, any uh, food and refreshments, I can ensure it is as clean as can be possible. I don't believe our patron would appreciate you giving us an unclean room in the first place. Uh, true, true, true. But things things there is inflation costs to be maintained and uh, your patron is not aware of fully of everything that comes and goes on this planet i would Quentin, like I the clean food disrespected here oh stop all right <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna slipper some of my own coin, like just Great, a couple. Okay. Thank you. I know how I know how the hive works. <laughs> Genevieve, such a softy, such a softy. <laughs> Underhive. I will cut you. you. Right. <laughs> if you follow me, this I old lady uh... just reminds Genevieve of her grandmother. I mean, <laughs> right down to yes. the you know, jamming it to the customers. You got to do that. I understand. Yeah, yes. I get it. Let me uh, escort you the way um, to your room. The room is the to the Alaroon's room. Uh, Janelle leads you through the hostelry. Um, you can hear people arguing in rooms. You can hear people moaning in pain. Um, it is not a nice place. The the, the walls are, are damp. Uh, other places they've been patched together with other materials scavenged from within the hive um, and you're led into into the Alarune's room um, and once you get there she motions to the the, uh, the door lock if you'd put your ring to it the it will uh, activate the decryption and the door will open for you. And you do so impressive technology. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. It's... <laughs> there's a there's 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 you can hear the click of some mechanism and the door opens. I shall uh, leave you to to rest. If there's anything else you require, just please ask. Um, I'm at your disposal to a certain extent. Uh, I have lived in this area for a long time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have you heard of a group called the Velothi Knives? Yes. Oh, the has. Velothi Knives. Um... <coughs> um Maybe. <clears throat> and she just keeps hacking and hacking. Yep. As if she doesn't want to talk about them. Yep. 
do you want to try and get her to to speak? I would, in fact, like to get her to speak. Okay, make a ideally without you know like cutting her legs off or anything. But yeah, so um, you can try and. Do you want to intimidate her? Kinda, yeah. I seem like a more intimidating guy than a, a friendly dude. So. Okay, so you're gonna make a presence intimidation test with a minus 10 no i'm really not <laughs> i'm not i have real bad willpower but i'll try <laughs> i got the absolute worst possible option <laughs> i rolled a 100 <gasps> oh that's dun, a critical dun, fail dun. oh really no bad. Oh no! I think you that... really want to tell us. Oh my eye! <laughs> so you corner her, I guess, and you start. What do you do? How are you? How would you have attempted to intimidate her? I think it'd be in your best interests if you told us what we want to know. Yes. And I think it's in your best interest not to deal with an old lady that has been around the block much more than you, young sir. And you realise, pointed already into your stomach, is an, is a stub revolver that somehow she's had hidden amongst yep. her clothes. Back off. Or by throne, I'll have your guts on the floor in no time. I will... I. I will step between the two of them and turn to Quentin and be like, look, you don't know this area. You need to stop. Trying to get us a local guide. And let me do my thing. This is not your thing. Now, if you would, Hmm. if I will leave you to it and I'm going to go back to my work, I'd like to hear nothing more from you, young sir. I will make sure of that. I apologize on his behalf. Yes, yes. yes Remember, yes. we paid for the clean food. Yes. Stop it. With you saying that, you just hear her go, you know, start snorting and hacking. Yeah. Yes. Clean. You just so, made me waste money. The the room itself, <laughs> when you go into it, is more than anything else. Um, because you were led downstairs, and so essentially it's a windowless room uh, that is in the basement and is more like a reinforced bunker. Uh, inside there are some cots which have some you know, stained bedding, but at least it's somewhere to stay. Uh, there are some trunks with ammunition within them, and there is also a... Uh, there are some in some other in another container which is you know got a um you can hear the hear the pneumatics of the uh of the pump on it running to keep food inside there chilled um there are some basic rations and 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 water to drink it's it's cool. not much um, but at least it's secure as I was say, are we, are we, I'm going to at least look over to make sure that it is secure, but I'm assuming it's going to be as secure as any other 
yeah. domicile provided by our patron. Yeah. Okay. It's right there in the title. It's a safe house. <laughs> it's only as safe as you trust it. Okay. So, so here's the thing about the gangs on the hive world is that you don't talk about the gangs on the high world. That is conversation for off world. <sighs> So going around and dropping their names is not good. I'm I'm sorry. I've heard their name five times since I landed here. What are you talking about? Erisa, what were you going to say? Uh, um, well, uh, you know, of course, Genevieve, we uh, we trust your expertise in this uh, in this manner. Uh, I think that uh, Quentin, you should just um, listen, to Genevieve, and uh, uh, provide her the uh, the backup that she'll need. In this case, you know, remember what the emperor said about knowing your place. Quentin sulks. So, so the reason why you and I cannot talk about them is because we are not from here. We are not of the people. We are not of the folk here. Okay. So the us searching out for specific gangs is going to get attention that we don't want. Okay. So you need to learn to not, not talk or not ask questions, but to listen and to observe first, because that is going to keep us safe. Okay. A horrible roundabout way to do things. I believe you. But it just seems like a very backwards way of doing these things. Yes, it is. Because the hive is everything but for for anything else in the empire. Okay? They do things really differently here. So I need you to take a step back and trust me when I say things like the old lady was offering us a a gesture of goodwill of of being able to have a transactional relationship when she was giving us the option of sheets that was her saying hey are you willing to barter and go back and forth okay and then when you tried to intimidate her and failed because you looked adorable when you did it i don't know how that happened but that that <laughs> blew all of our goodwill with her and i don't think we can have a transactional relationship with her any further mm, but clearly these she's she's beneath us in this society and should provide as our patron teams fit okay this is what i'm saying okay i get i I get it, guys. I get it. You guys have this whole hierarchy in your head. Erase that. Get rid of that here. Uh-huh. You are you are at her protection. Because she could just as easily turn her back and let us be eradicated by the first, ga- first gang that decides that we were talking too much about them. Because she knows that we are eventually going to leave. The gangs stay here. She has a better relationship with those gangs than she will ever have with anybody that stays in this hostel. Genevieve, I feel as though you fail to understand the true nature 
of the Imperium of Man, where we all have our particular place. And these these gangers are not but uh, those outside of the system that must be, as the Emperor of Mankind wills it, destroyed. Arissa has a slideshow. I recommend you sit, you view it. It's fascinating. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, it is my time for my uh, flagellation and uh, penance. <laughs> I will need 30 minutes for this, and then we can proceed with the rest of the uh, investigation. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a solid imperial 30 oh minutes. My God. There's no cutting corners on this. That's right. Is my whip here? Ah, good. Good. Our patron has sent it. <laughs> you guys oh. are absolutely ridiculous. Freshly. So uh, he wants to. He wants oiled. to stay Amazing. in the safe. In the safe. In the safe house, <laughs> while Arissa is is flagellating themselves. <sighs> or instead, you could go for a little bit of a walk and just see what. Who else I'm going to go. Just... <laughs> I'm going to go skulk right. around and see what shadows I can hide in. And what's up with everybody? And Good. see okay. if I can I can kind of reconnect with my hive roots. I'm going to take off a lot of the, the stuff that covers up all of my tattoos and stuff like that. Um, which you guys do see now. Uh, that she is covered in like hive sigils and hive like prayers and stuff like that as tattoos. Brilliant. Okay. So you're so, going to leave, yeah. the, and, and you're going to do that, and you're, then you're going to head out yep. out of the room and just see what the local area is a bit like. And I'm trying to find out more about the red, yeah, and see if I can get a first name and see what is kind of the in this particular area. What's kind of the uh, the vibe as far as like the drug trade goes? Sure, and um, just like. People in general going back and forth. And Jake, what's Quentin up to? Uh, Quentin is going to continue to sulk for a half hour because he was not invited by Genevieve to accompany her. So, <laughs> Nope, you can sit here and watch we, this. This is your penance. <laughs> flay her back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Emperor forgives. The emperor protects. God, it's terrible. Um, okay, you, you, uh, Crystal. Then, um, sorry, I keep forgetting your character's name. It's um, Genevieve. Genevieve. Genevieve uh, leaves the the chamber, and you head out into the corridor, going for a walk. Um, and as you do so, you pass uh, you you pass some people who are. Obviously, renting rooms here in the hostelry. Um, that all, you know, you see a variety of people. Um, one of them is a, a woman with a, a scarred face um, who whose attire marks her out as having been a member of the Imperial Navy. Um, there's also a uh, a man with a prosthetic a prosthetic limb. Um, who looks like they work for in one of the the factories because they've got some markings on their attire which is related to the Adeptus Mechanicus. Um, yeah, it's up to you if you wanted to talk to them or you just want to 
you know, sit outside, have watch, have a look of the air, of the area, and just take note of what's going on. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit and observe. Um, I don't want to actually spend too much time because I know we we have a, a shorter time schedule. Yeah. So I'm not gonna spend too much time solo. Um, just get okay. the vibe. See if I can fill in that name for the red. Um, if I catch anything. Okay, cool. Um, you head outside, and yeah, there's a the there's a you head out onto the street, but not too so you can still see the um see the hostelry from where you are. Um, you there's a a bar nearby essentially, which you can you that's got an upper upper floor to where you you pay for a drink, which is may as well be engine degreaser, uh, but you've drunk worse. And you just sit there watching watching the street, listening to people, listening to conversate well, reading lip reading conversations, hearing you know, enjoying people's arguments, um <laughs> the trading and smuggling and whatever whatever things. It's all, you know, nothing really of importance to your your mission. At which point you see Janelle uh, step outside as another grotty, tall, gaunt man walks up, and as you 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 watch them speak, and so you can understand what they're saying. Um, Janelle addresses the the man. Another BS. You're never here on time. I'm done for the, my shift. Is done for the day. Uh, you are too. Uh, there is a. There are three new arrivals in room twenty-seven. Um, and uh, yes. Uh, where is your friend? Um. Are you his name uh, Regiel? <sighs> Regiel is uh ah, he still rents a room here, yes. Um why? Leave oh, yeah. There's a the fellow, one of the three here. Um I was thinking for uh, just a. Mm, you may wish to. You may uh, do me a favor. I'd like to teach the boy a lesson. Uh, we could rent out uh, Regil's room for a week, maybe f- free of charge, if he were to rough up said person. I think that'd be fine for him. He has his friends. Yes, yes, I know his friends. You need to be careful of who we uh you need to be careful of who you fraternize with. Anyway, I must be going. I must attend to my prayers before returning home. And she saunters off down the street. You watch the right. gaunt fellow go into the hostelry and uh yeah. Uh, you're there, maybe sat there, take another drink. Um, you've mostly eating. If whatever food is there is going to be like some vat-grown 
protein made, you know, vat grown pro- bacterial protein that's grown and pressed into into some sort of thing that amounts to a burger. Um, with corpse starch in a corpse starch bun. It's <laughs> wonderful food. Um, mm, bacteria burgers are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, as you note, someone dressed distinctly in red attire approach the hostelry. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, synthetic red um, ja- leather jacket, but quite, um, Quite stylish, almost noble in design, but clearly is not an up either. Uh, just simply someone that is trying to look impressive. And they enter the hostelry. How long is uh, is Arissa flaying herself for? Oh, uh, 30, 30 minutes on the dot. Yeah. Yeah, no more, no less. Okay, uh, what's Quentin doing? Just sat there for 30 minutes, like, uh, you know, servicing uh, a rifle? Phrasing. Uh, no. Phrasing. Uh, yeah, sorry. I know when I said that. You are taken <laughs> apart and servicing your last gun. Yes. God. Yes, he is prepared. He's making sure his equipment is, uh, is well maintained. Carry on. <laughs> So what are, you, what are you gonna do after that? I think Chris killed himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. What what are you gonna do after that? Um, are you gonna stay in the uh, safe house? Yeah, I'm, Quentin's gonna stay in the safe house. He's gonna make sure that uh, no one sneaks up on Arissa while she's busy doing her thing. Okay. And Arissa, what are you gonna do having? Played yourself. Uh, I'm going to need to apply some bandages or something, so that'll take another uh, couple minutes. Um, probably got some like uh, some pads and other things that go back there, and then uh, I think we're going to really the only equipment that I think would have been delivered here is probably um, Arissa's stub revolver. Um, everything else is pretty legitimate, uh, so she'll grab that, grab a couple of stub rounds, and uh, say, "All right, Quentin." think it's time we uh get out there we contact uh genevieve and uh, we keep looking for more information uh do you have your um uh we have we have little like communication devices right little like boxes yeah, that we can you use have, to you have talk to each other yeah yeah so i'll do I i'm do not gonna actually talk speed. on the box speed there's probably like a um a series of of you know blips and dashes that we can do to kind of signal like hey we need to meet up and discuss things so i'll start inputting that okay um i would respond with stay in the room till i get there and i'll i'll head back as soon as that whoa but quinton you did that she said stay here (laughs) report to safe house is what she said we're already here Possible. As I as I Someone enter the hostel, taking her box speed. Yeah, sure. You enter the hostel. Um, you're in the main foyer. That at the desk is uh, 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 Nada, Nada Bears, who is almost looks like he's about to fall asleep on his feet, um, looking over the books. And um, yeah, you know, there's a few people sat in the foyer. The the um, 
with the the stuffing is you know coming out of the uh, the uh, holes in in the uh, in the sofa and chairs. It's pretty grim. Yeah. Is red is red the leather jacket there? Uh, no. Okay, I am going to try to walk through without being seen by as many people as possible. I know it's probably not the easiest, but like just staying quiet, staying to like the edges of the, the walls, like by the walls and stuff like that. Okay. Um, walking quickly and seeing if I can catch sight of leather jacket, if he is anywhere near our room or not. Okay. Um, Make a. Let me think. Uh, make a routine awareness check. So it's going to be sight test uh, with plus okay. twenty. Um, I did not make it. Okay. I failed by, I, it was a 56 and I got 62. Okay, fine. Um, you look around going up and down some of the floors, but you don't find, uh, that, that person, whichever yeah. room they're in, you're not too certain. The only way you would potentially know is if you ask, uh, Nedabias about that person. Um, so what are you going to do next? next? What's, up? What's your? Oh, I'm going to head back to our room. Okay, so you head back down to the room. Um, yep. I'm sure you rap upon the door in a particular way, and yep. one of the other two can open it. Um, Were you followed? Yeah, go for it. No, no, I was not followed. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, you pissed off a lot of people. Already. No, not not you. Quentin. Oh, well, Quentin always does that. I know, but this is... uh, This is not good. Okay? This is the not good pissing off thing. Um, so... A couple of things that I've noticed around here. Um, I'm looking for somebody with the uh, tag after their name of the red. Okay. So um, when I was watching, just kind of getting a lay of the land, uh, an individual walked into a hostel with a really well-tailored, fashionable leather red jacket. So I'm wondering if that's the person that we may need to be following. Um, they are the they are the one that I am fairly certain is the distributor of uh, that drug. Gratis. Gratis. There we go. Right. Did, um, did you I, see where they went? No, I did not. Um, and you need to watch your ass. 
because it's going to get jumped. Wouldn't be the first time. It's a great ass. <laughs> Not that that way. Um, right. Okay. Well, I, I mean, what's what are the odds that 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 fellow you're looking for that we're looking for might actually just be here? Um, I mean, I guess we can we can ask a couple questions, find some things out. Yeah. But uh, if he's dealing in these nope, illicit nope, substances, nope. we don't ask questions. I learned that lesson. Okay. Well, we could just Qu- Quentin. Quentin, you're. Quentin, you two are the muscle. Okay, what do you think we should do? So, so here's here's what I think we need to do. Okay, um, first off is there's also someone named Reggio, which um, is the individual that uh, might do the jumping on you. Just a heads up on that one. Um, but I think what we need to do is we need to either do some sort of stealth mission. Or some sort of uh, uh, undercover thing. Um. Okay. Well. Um. You, you guys know I, I mostly just fill out paperwork, so I'm not really a stealth mission fellow. Um. But if the emperor's divinity requires it, I can try. So, so you, yes, I know you, you are a a pencil pusher and I thank you for that because I hate writing and anything that has to do with paperwork. Um, but you also lend a lot more like weight and credence to us as far as a legal standpoint goes. So I think that's why you are here. Right, right. Okay, so what, what's the plan here? Genevieve, it seems like you think that the second we go outside, we're going to get, or Quentin here is going to get jumped by the red guy because we're asking too many questions. Is that what you're thinking? I, I think we're asking the wrong questions. Not that, we're, not that we're asking too many questions. It's that we're asking the wrong question in the wrong way. So... Uh, what I think we need to do is we need to come up with a plan that everybody agrees on that we're going to follow to a T where we're able to figure out the information that we need to without getting our asses in trouble and pissing a whole bunch of people off. <sighs> okay. Um, so uh gm chris when i was out in when i was just observing people (laughs) what is the general vibe of the people that live in this area like are they are they very like community or are they definitely like you stay on your end i stay on mine the only time we ever cross is when we absolutely have to or some Uh, sort of thing in between Locally, it's going to be somewhere in between because you've got, um, you know, because the the hostelry is operated uh, Mm -hmm. by the administratum as a halfway house for all manner of visitors to the hive. Um, Yep. 
and is a place where laborers get assigned if a hive quake has destroyed their hab block um, or if they're new to the area before they get assigned um, assigned an abode in a hab block. Um, then there's obviously there's the local there are some local like bars and some shops nearby, but like you know when I say shops, they're not really shops for the local hivers. They're more for the people that pass through the hostelry and, and similar. Then there's the hab blocks nearby, which people keep to themselves. There's going to be a local cathedral or church nearby, and then of course there's going to be all the manufactorum nearby. So people. Uh, I guess there is some sort of community, which is really just where people help each other out as far as they can. But also people are too fearful of the gangs that operate. So they keep to themselves, uh, attending to their work and attending to their their uh, worship of the emperor. They're all I am curious. Okay. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that this Reggio person is also the person that we're looking for with the red after their name. Um, uh, that might have connection with uh, the it, specific gang that we are looking for. So I'm okay. wondering if maybe we shouldn't draw them out and handle them. Also, um, Arissa, do you think that maybe you could kind of stir up a whole bunch of bureaucratic nightmare for this hostel when we leave? Oh, I, I would be happy to. Okay. That is that is not, not that's so easy. Just, just kind of as a reminder of like the why of what this hostel is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. So Can't what do. you're saying is I've already attracted the attention of this gang and to draw them out, I need to go outside. We need to come up with a plan first, but yes. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you are both right and not right at the same time. Okay, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get my silencer or my, my sniper rifle, silencer, knives. Uh, what else do I have here? Stub pistol, just, just in case. Just putting all the weapons in your pockets right now. Absolutely. <laughs> You're just gearing up. Oh, we're yep. standing here with our like one gun. <laughs> well, I okay. have both heavy leathers like and and light leathers. I have grenades too. I have a smoke grenade. Would you like a smoke grenade? Only after sex. <laughs> right whatever um okay. so what's the plan what's the actual what's the actual plan i am i i think we're gonna we're gonna try to use our friend quentin here for uh drawing Thanks. out yeah uh reggio and hope hopefully it's the dude in red and uh okay i don't know uh, so quentin, him? Are you just gonna go outside and just stand in outside the the hostelry. No, um, I actually. Th- I think I think that since you mentioned that there was uh, some shops in the area. Yeah, uh, we Quentin should make it look like we're actually and, doing something. Yeah, yeah we're we're okay. going to go on a shopping trip. Okay, shopping fine. montage. So, 
You're going to go to the nearby, um, yeah, to the what? What is the nearby market where people are hawking wares, weapons, mm-hmm. rat burgers galore? You know, the whole, all of that fun. Um, and, and there's going to be, you know, when you go there, there's also going to be uh, people looking for employment uh, because they've been, for whatever reason, um, lo- you know, they've been thrown out of out of their abode, their havelock, and and from the factory they work for. Uh, there are going to be uh, imperial preachers who are in the middle of the market, um, you know, trying to, you know, they're, they're, they're reciting sermons to the god emperor and, and maybe trying to recruit people to go on a great pilgrimage. All of that's going on. It, it is a uh, hive of activity there, as it were, um, um there's the rumble of of transport car uh transport trains nearby and you know the air is thick with sweat and and as i say with the smell of chemicals and you're just walking through mostly having a look at the the strange trinkets that may be on offer to buy people saying that there's you know holy relics and and so forth it's all junk obviously um and as you're doing that i guess Genevieve is found somewhere to watch this all from afar through a sniper scope. Oh, absolutely. Great. And what is Arissa doing? I guess I'm probably walking with Quentin um, because I'm not stealthy at all. But yeah, just looking around like, ooh, wow, is this really Lehman Russ's left toe? (laughs) <laughs> yeah right it's, it's tinier than i would have thought it's his little too um as you're doing this um you can make a uh let's see you can make a awareness check no can no modifiers <laughs> based on no we cannot <laughs> absolutely cannot This is the best rat burger I've had. Yeah, I got. Uh, <laughs> I I failed with uh, three levels of failure for a while. I failed oh, with right. exactly four levels. Oh, wow! Oh, you uh, are lucky. I made it. <laughs> by how much? Uh, literally, it, my it's a thirty-six, and I got a thirty-five. Okay. Good. <laughs> so I made it, but not by much. Quentin and Arissa are completely unaware as you feel uh, Arissa, you feel a feels a, a knife in their back, pointed at their back, not in the back straight away. While Quentin, oh, you feel the, the, the muzzle of a of a of an auto pistol at your ribs. I hear you've been annoying f- a friend of mine. Is all you hear. Don't turn around. You're going to have to narrow that down. I annoy a lot of people. Um, while this is going on, on, of course, Genevieve, you can see through the sniper scope, you can see the fellow in the red jacket behind right. Quentin and Arissa. I'm going to assume that that's Reggio the Red. Okay. 
Uh, I I discreetly turn on my Vox bead so that uh, Genevieve <laughs> can hear any discussion going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've been asking a few questions. Maybe you can help us out. Well, I, and what makes you think you're in a position to bargain with me? Look, you're gonna we're gonna head in that direction. Stay ahead of me. Don't look behind you. We're gonna keep walking, and then we're gonna head towards the alleyway on the left. Two two down on the left. We're gonna resolve this issue. You're making a big mistake if you think you can resolve this with violence. We got a powerful backer who's looking to do business. Really? Move. So, so are you going to head in the, the direction? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I guess so, unless... Uh, I'm going unless to try to adjust. Yeah, no, not yet. I'm going to try to adjust until... So I can keep sight on them. Yeah. You get... You know, you, you leave the market area. You, you're moving towards the alleyway. Um, no one's paid attention to what's going on. So uh, this person in red is being discreet with their weapon and the knife. And you get to the, entr- to the entrance, the, the alleyway, and you're about to go down there. Head, keep going, down there. No, I think we're in a good position to talk now. Why don't you drop your weapon? And let's have a little discussion. Why should... What makes you think you should be bargaining with me, filth? Because our friend has got a sniper rifle pointed at your head right now. What? Did you think we so came alone? Yeah. Honestly, uh, do you think this is the first time someone's pulled an auto pistol on me? Genevieve, this isn't the why first you... time today. Yeah. <laughs> Genevieve, why don't you give him a little warning shot? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll give I'll give a warning shot. I have a silencer, so yeah, you can basically shoot at something nearby, like a, a an old drum, you know, a can, yeah. something like that, or yep. a, a scampering hive rat <laughs> gets blasted apart. Go on, then uh, I can bolt. Bull- yeah. I'll... What? You fire a warning shot, it's fine. Good eating on that hive rat. Awesome. You fire the warning shot, and the rat ahead of them um, explodes, basically, from the from the shot. And, Perfect. And um, the man in red's like, you're not lying. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think we can, we can, let's just, let's be, let's all be calm about this. I think this was all a misunderstanding between you and Janelle. Uh, the holstery. Yeah, that's right. I think it was. But it's okay. It all worked out. Because we're looking for a guy like you. Do you have a connect Why for any... Uh, we're, we're looking for a, a connection to get some gratis. Not for us. Well, our patrons, gratis, our maybe a little for us. Gratis. 
you you want you want gratis what do you why do you think i know anything about gratis a tough guy like you in this part of the hive i think you know some things i think you might have a little bit in your on your hands occasionally uh you can make a presence intimidation or interrogation test um because you've set things up with a sniper rifle and shown that he's basically trapped and you've turned tables on them um you've mostly drawn your pistol as well now at close range on them uh or it's ready um oh it's ready you can yeah make a roll you you, you've got your you've got the advantage in this okay well um this is a Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay derivative system, and uh, we failed with uh, three <laughs> levels of failure. We, uh, woo, Skills uh, you, this game so, are so Essentially, low. as you go, as yeah. you're about to intimidate, you're mostly just like fumbling with your, or, or you, you, the nerves get hold of you and your stub revolver is just shaking in your hand. Yeah, he absolutely pulled the bureaucrat move. <laughs> Uh, Chick is Quentin capable at intimidation? I, I think that we've learned that nobody in this system is capable at much of anything. But hey, we'll we'll give it a the old college try. Holy cow! I succeeded! Oh my god! I got a fourteen, and uh, my base skill is twenty-seven. So that is at least so one degree of success. One success level, yeah. One success level. Brilliant. One um, level of success. Good. So, so while I'm fumbling, yeah. he's got the military discipline, the drill, to freak these guys out even more. Okay. Um, so the, the man in the red coat. Um, uh, so... You asked about gratis, yeah? Right, okay, okay. I'll tell you what I know. All I know is those on this level and above, they're paying for it. I don't I don't sell it for cheap. Well, I, I, I do sell it pretty cheap, but, you know, I got, a, I got a lot of buyers. They want it, and it makes their lives better. You've seen the conditions people are working under, and I make a bit of coin off it, and... Uh, Everyone's happy. Look, I'm just saying, don't... Where do I get it from? (sighs) Yeah. We gotta go up the chain. Look... And don't worry. I don't want any trouble with you. you. What's your interest in it? Are you... What's your interest in this? Wholesale supply. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think you were that type of fella. (laughs) I guess then, if I tell you the source, we can negotiate some sort of cut for enabling a a contract of sorts. You don't seem, you don't seem local, if you get the drill. Hey, listen, if you're gonna, if you want to cut the contract, that means you got to bring us to them direct. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. All right, we're not giving you a cut just for nothing. He they he puts away his knife and his pistol. Okay, okay. 
well, let's just sit down. Let's just talk about this. We seem to be all on the same level. I feel pretty happy, at least. You don't seem to be wanting to, to shut down my business. We're all business people here, right? That's right. And we understand that you provide a service to these people yeah, yeah, yeah. as part of the service. Imperium. Yeah. You seem to be uh, traders, right? We're all traders. Good. Okay. Okay. So, gratis, right? This is what I know. There's this gang, right? Deeper in the bowels. They're pretty big down there. They're called the uh, Amaranthine. Pretty new. They're growing fast. So me and the fellas in the knives, you heard about us, right? Everybody's yeah. heard about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah. deal. Big deal. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a deal going with them, and they provide us gratis. We bring it up here. They're pretty, they're, as far as, as far as gangs concerned, they're a bit, they're a bit weird. I don't want to press them too much. They're, uh, they dress a little fancy for my liking. Um, they try to take over like this, uh, the pit. It's like a fighting pit, you know, they just can't get enough of it. They love gambling. You tell me they dress fancy, but they're down levels below. Yeah, well, here, nobles go slumming it all the time. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they're like, they're like actual some nobility looking to go down into the hive and, uh, you know, having some fun. Anyway, this gratis stuff. We get off them and they want in return, not creds, they just want Lasgun battery packs. No idea why they want them. They don't seem to use las guns themselves. I see all the all of their all their their uh, all the gangbangers down there. They're all you know all got these shoddily looking stub pistols, but they just want battery packs and so hey battery packs. I can get a hold of battery packs because just over there, manufacturing six nine thirty eight. I know some people there. We get the battery packs out. I give them both gratis. Everyone's happy. So that's that's what's going on. So I'm just saying, mm. if we can work out a deal, <clears throat> and like we, the, the knives, we're, we're keeping control of the pit, but like, you know, I'd be pretty interested in also like if we'd be in a position where maybe the knives take over manufacture of gratis, it all works out well for everyone. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think you, you got a you, great You're plan off there. worlders, right? You're off worlders. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. If we can get some of that stuff off world, start making a bit of a trade there and get, you know, you most, yeah, you know, some cold traders, you know, some off world smuggling, you look pretty practiced at it. We can uh, get a good deal. on. Because like, and like, yeah, when we know where they're making gratis and how it's being made, we're mostly going to need to get resources in off-world, or even better, we can then set up manufacture somewhere else, and everyone's happy, right? Exactly, yeah. Red, this is a great plan. This is a great plan you got. You really thought this through. Yeah, well, I'm looking for a chance to you know get up through the ranks in the knives and like 
yeah, you know, I need to need to expand my connections. And yeah, I I blip into my vox that Genevieve should kill him. <laughs> Christ. Um, is that now? You want him dead now? I think he gave us all the information we need. Uh, Quentin's going to take a small, subtle step back so he doesn't get splattered. <laughs> Arissa does not. All right. He's into the splatter. Yeah, I will. I will take some time to aim. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh. Do you have a do you have a some sort of sight on the sniper rifle? It'd be um, real weird if the sniper rifle didn't have a sight. <laughs> yeah, it must have a. Yeah, I think it does. I think it has, it has a sight a, on there. On the Hold scope. on. Yeah, because it's a long rifle, isn't it? Yep. Uh, and it's loud now, dear and listeners, we get to learn some of the combat mechanics of Imperium Maledictum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have a silencer be... for it, so that's good. Yeah, because that would make a whole lot of trouble for you. So you're gonna have to make a uh, a ballistic skill check. Okay. You're going to be aiming. So aiming is gonna be a. Have we got combat modifiers on the table here? Uh, aim. So aiming doesn't actually uh, improve the hit. It means you can improve the range up to where the weapon can fire to. Um, okay. It essentially also means you can make you make other ranges more like short range with the uh, rifle. Um, you are doing a cooled shot, though. So... Uh... I'm just looking for the stat thing. Make an attack. Blah, 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 blah. Page 211 is for the full combat rules for this. Um, let's see. Target a location. There we go. Um, if you do this, when you're targeting, you make, you make a melee or ranged attack and you make it at it's a an attack with disadvantage, which means you switch the ten the tens unit the the tens and unit numbers around if it makes your roll worse. Um, that's what it does. If, <laughs> if. Um, the target's not going to be in cover, um, they're going however, to be. However, while aiming, you can hit a target location without any penalty. There we go. So yeah, that's you under, lose that's that under problem. the aim action on two oh seven. Good, okay. So, you just need to roll to hit, and in effect, it's going to be like you're shooting at um, at the medium range of the weapon, so I think that means there's no modifier. Okay. Let's just see. Yeah, it'll be medium range. I got a six. You got a six. Yeah. Close okay. Critical. Close. So you so. have, um, well, no, a, a six isn't a, crit a critical. It have to be a double. 
it ha- not a double. It has to be like an eleven or a twenty-two as a critical. Oh, a, a, right. A, the, a, zero, uh, a, a one, two, five is an yeah. auto succeed. Yeah, right. Right. So the shot goes off. Um, you hit uh, the guy in the head. Um, so you got a six. What's your ballistic skill? Uh, 32. Okay, so you've got three success levels. So the damage of the weapon plus three is the damage dealt. Okay, hold on a second. Damage is eight. So that becomes 11. 11. (laughs) (laughs) To the head. Um, God. Right, so we'll just go through some of the bits of the rules here, because obviously you're hitting a smuggler um they have 13 wounds they won't have any armor on the head um now because you are targeting a particular place um what's it say about that with targeting combat targeting uh target if you target um target location action choose on a success, ignore the, the unit die to, and that's yeah. So you just do that amount of damage to the head. Um, is there anything else I need to do? We need to determine if it is a critical hit. There are two ways to suffer a critical hit: you accrue enough wounds to exceed the maximum wounds, or the enemy scores a critical hit against you. You haven't done a critical hit, uh, so. They're not dead, but they are on the ground, bleeding profusely, stunned by the shot to the head. Um, And, yeah, they're at your mercy. Okay. Um, Are are we going to leave him, or should I... What, What should I do? Quentin will mercy kill him with his knife. <laughs> oh no, that's rough. But yeah, um, you do so. Um, okay. He bleeds out. Not, not gonna throat slit. Not gonna waste my laser blast on this guy. <laughs> okay. Um, and you can always check his pockets. He gets some creds out of, out of him. Yeah. And, um, you take his knife and auto pistol. Um, Ooh, no, he's got the jacket. Yeah, he's got the big the jacket. I think um, I think we should give this to uh, to Genevieve, and uh, I think we need to make a statement to our innkeep. You know, let her know that Scythia and Scythia's people are not to be messed with. Mm, oh, I we're no, gonna take no, the jacket make... down down to the Amberanthites and be like, hey. <clears throat> You guys got a new customer because this one's not here anymore. Oh, mm. <laughs> Quentin, you're uh, you're pretty devious. You're getting good at this underhive stuff. Um, so what I mean, are you going to do with the body here or anything? But what do you mean we're going to um, do with the body? We're going to leave the body. There's, there's good meat on that. No, the rest will have a great day. <laughs> I was going to say, like, drag it, drag it over to the side. Oh yeah, we're, like, we're, we're at the mouth of an alley. Just... Seen. Yeah, and let the rats eat it. Yeah. Fine. Okay, so you dump the body 
and um, you've taken the jacket, you've taken any anything of note, um, like, and on, on the body will be some, uh, the, in the coat are some battery packs for las guns, that's useful, um, and also there are some sealed plastic baggies that have inside it um, you assume is the narcotic gratis. Ooh, grab that. Oh, oh, okay. You uh, want to give that a try, Arisa? You um, also... No. You also have a key card to one of the rooms in the hostelry. Oh, we should go back and check that out. Is it? We know we'll just have to walk up and down the halls, testing every door. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got. It's got the number on it, of course. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, definitely grab the coat. Grab everything. Grab anything identifying off of this dude. Yeah. Okay. Good. You mean like like his fingers, his teeth? I have no idea how they identify bodies in uh, in 40k, but I don't think uh, they care too much unless it's they a, will unless it's do it via important. identifying tattoos. Um, if they are part of the military uh, or they're a criminal that somehow hasn't been executed, um, and possibly if they have dental records or DNA evidence, they might. Well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that the uh, the shot to the back of the head that exited through his soft his uh, <laughs> soft palate was uh, enough to damage those dental records. But <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so you're going to head back to the hostelry, I guess, and yep, um, you pass by uh, Nedabius, who is there almost again, just sat in the chair, not paying really much attention. As you walk past, you head to uh, the the room kept by the man in red. Um, and inside, again, it's decrepit. It's, it's nothing special. Um, and you can inspect the room. I mean, it's pretty dingy and grotty. There's a basin and uh, there are some there's a cot and there is a table, but there isn't. Yeah, seemingly there's nothing. Nothing. No, there's no cupboard. The cupboards are empty, unless you he didn't, think he didn't he's pay for. Uh, he did not pay, pay for, for fresh food. linens. No, no. So you can make a investigation test, which uses logic at minus twenty, to see if anything is hidden around. Oh boy, uh, this is not going to be good. No, you're not the logical oh. one. Oh, oh, no, I got a zero and a seven. So I actually succeeded, even at minus 20. Wow, okay, so um, you pry up from under the cot, there is a loose flooring plate, and inside the cavity are a number of Lasgun battery packs, and you look at them, and you compare the ones you took off, off his body, and they all have the same. Ser- they all have uh, serial numbers that trace back to the manufacturer. Hmm. Well, 
that was pretty easy. Anything else in here? Just Alaskan packs? Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, well, that's what they said that they wanted for that. So take those. Yeah, I mean, we can bring these down. You can trade for more with these guys, the Amaranthines. Um, we can also figure out who the uh, the sources at the uh, Manufactorum. That could be another angle in our investigation. Hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, you could go to the manufacturer. Surely Scythia can bring them, can get them as many Lasgun packs as they want. I mean, that's easy. To, you could probably we don't you could probably we don't have to source locally. You know, we can get free no, range no, no. Lasgun packs or whatever. <laughs> I mean, Quinton, you could probably requisition from the quartermaster or something. You know, it's, this isn't too hard. Not yeah. I mean, that's that little cash he had there. I go through that in a week. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Lasgun packs. These are uncommon, but they're not rare what what could they be planning with them are they using them as part of their process or are they are they That's planning my, something if all they're looking for is lasgun my guess is there's something in the lasgun that's making this stuff <clears throat> could be could be i i'm no adeptus mechanicus engine seer but i can't i can't see what these energy packs be uh able to bring to a substance like this um uh do we have any contacts with any medicaid who might be able to analyze this maybe the enforcers have done something not that i want to ask too many questions of them well you do have one place to go to which is is a place or where you assume there must be medicaids there of some form and that's the cathedral of obligatory modesty where that noble right. is being is re- right. recuperating from the narcotic we got oh yeah this is a great that's a great thing that we just recalled yeah we might be able to get in there and speak to the medicaids that have been treating this noble i could pose as some functionary with the adeptus administratum um who's investigating uh this substance and see what kind of records they have i'm always good at uh data collating and, and that sort of thing um i think that might be a good thing to do just to get more information before we uh go down into the underhive what do the two of you think i feel like that's a really good plan for us to start there great um so let's go there we'll talk to the records management folks um the cogitators and everything um, do either of you want to talk to this noble directly? Um, I know we don't have noble birth or anything like that, or we're not part of the aristocracy, but... Uh, I wouldn't dream of approaching a noble directly without mm. being invited. <laughs> that that seems like a real bad thing. You made the slideshow. How could yes. you even ask? Is this a, t- is this a test? <clears throat> Well, yes, Quentin, sometimes sometimes we have to do things beyond the call of duty in service of Lord Prefectus Scythia and the dream that they have. Hmm. I suppose that if that's what we have to do, then as the most noble of the three of us here, I could take it upon myself to go speak with uh uh Mm, okay great 
Wait, what do you mean that you're the most noble? I've seen many nobles. Have you? <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't make you noble. I didn't say I was noble. I said of the three of us, I am the most noble. It's a, it's a scale. I'm here. Arissa's here. Space, 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 would... space, space, space. Genevieve. It's somewhat Watch true. It. As as the uh... again, I will as... I will cut you guys. As the ecclesiarchy. <laughs> As the ecclesiarchy states so often, those touched by the emperor gain the emperor's divinity. Those touched by the saints and the primarchs, the saints of the Adeptus Astartes, they, in turn, have a piece of those that touch them. It so must be as well, those touched by the nobility have the spark of nobility themselves. Therefore, Quentin is the most noble of us. <laughs> Did one touch you once? <laughs> By accident, oh yes. God. Yes, where 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 did they touch you? <laughs> right here. The back of his hand. Very sweet. Yes. <laughs> Quentin. Quentin, you have the noble cheek. <laughs> you know, he did say I was rather cheeky. <laughs> Incredible. Well, I think we have a great plan. Let's go. Okay, so to the monastery. You, you um you work your way through the hab blocks, you get um transportation on again one of the large uh elevators. Um and it goes up a few levels until you reach one of another level and when i say another a few levels you know each level of a hive is you know 20 30 40 stories tall you know they are literally levels within which you know hab blocks and spires can exist they are, are massive um structures and so you work your way through again um this level through Past the 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 masses of people there, and eventually reach the Cathedral of Obakuri Modesty. Um, <clears throat> it's a grand and imposing uh, cathedral, uh, a structure that encourages breathless service to the uh, breathless reverence to the God Emperor. It has tall Gothic spires and uh, stained glass windows, which have been long forgotten and 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 are dirty and dingy. And there are these buttresses that support the structure. And of course, though back in the day it would have been maybe a pristine alabaster um, finish, it has decayed and corroded over the centuries, over the eons. As you enter, and there are many people entering it, there are, there are again, queues upon queues of, of uh, serfs and pilgrims wishing to to uh, perform some holy duty here and venerate the saint Solar Macarius and his glory, glor you know, his grand crusade at this, at this, in this cathedral. There are frescoes of these great battles uh, on the walls. The arch pot glass windows rise several walls, um, and there are stacks of scaffolding offset um, this opulence as as citizens are 
attending to repairing parts of it. And before you, within the cathedral, as a form of worship, many of these many of these uh, pilgrims and citizens are performing endless tasks in an in assembly line of sewing together robes for the Adeptus Ministorum. They're performing worship through work. They're performing the God Emperor's work. They are they look exhausted though. These people look exhausted. They are being slapped awake by priests who are walking up and down the aisles with their um with their uh braziers that are uh, wafting out um um <laughs> why can't I think of the word right now? Um, incense. Incense, yeah. Um it is Sweat and incense are, you know, basically, you know, intermingle. And as the priests are reciting chants to the emperor, so are these workers. They are lost in their endeavour using these needles. And then there are other workers scurrying back and forth, taking away, uh, you know, bringing to them and taking away cloths and completed robes and bringing more more uh, thread to stitch yet, uh, yet uh, again yet another uh, piece piece of clothing i guess there's maybe about a thousand or more people just in this one main in this one initial chamber attending to this work on uncomfortable um steel you know steel benches and of course there are priests there. um and as you enter one of the priests approach you Ah, children, citizens, you are here to uh, venerate the God Emperor in creating the most holy robes of his priesthood. Ah, I am sorry. We are not able to do that at this time, although we respect the grand worship that is occurring here before us. No, we have been sent by the Adeptus Administratum to inquire about a certain noble amongst you who was in your care, one who has befallen, befallen from unfortunate consumption of a substance. Oh, yes, yes. Terrible, terrible that one of our, one of our elevated sons is been so harmed yes uh, you are speaking of this um, Vedome Eduardo Gola yes of course uh, we require to see the data that you've collected through your Medicaid or other treatments as well um, my friend here Quentin though he may seem as though a uh, esteemed member of the uh, Astra Militarum. He is, in fact, a bit noble himself, and he would like to speak with the noblemen as equals, if it may be allowed. Quentin, you've been... You feel you have been blessed by the presence of one of the God Emperors chosen to lead up, to lead the flock? Come, um... I do feel that way, yes. Come this way. Uh, there is a... Let me lead you to this cloister here. And perhaps, why don't you say a small prayer for our suffering Vadame? Quentin will do so. 
Okay, it's a challenging what, what law theology test oh, to recite it? scripture. But, of course, oh, is it? this is perfect for you, isn't it? I happen to have lore theology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is what is challenging? It makes it one level higher, or does it make it... No, it's just uh, there's no difficulty mod- modifier on it, okay. so it's fine. Uh, I got a 25 on a 43. I am theologian as can be. Two success (laughs) levels. You recite uh, the words of a saint of one of the orders of the Sisters of Battle um, about overcoming the... uh, of overcoming disease and hardship... And the priest is impressed. He's really impressed by by both your knowledge of it and the fact that you don't even you don't recite it in just low gothic. You know it in you know your high gothic. See, you finish yeah. you finish your prayer. Told you, <laughs> and light a candle, and place upon the altar before you, and the priest comes towards you, and with a bit of holy water, he just anoints you a bit with it that was that my son was beautiful you are truly blessed thank you it's only through the divine grace of the emperor that all that we do is accomplished well come follow us we shall uh, find where poor Vadame rests. You are led through the vast chambers of the of the uh, cathedral to a and up to one of the higher levels to a private private room. It's small. There's a desk. There's a bookshelf um, with tomes upon uh, uh, about the the cult of imperialis. And there, in a cot, Vadame Gula languishes. Sweating, murmuring. He is sick and his face seems sallow, sunken, and his skin almost cracking, and he has a purplish pallor. His hairline is receding, his eyes are unfocused and glazed over. Oh, I see that you've done much for him to. To help him and keep him from passing. If I could just have a moment between peers. Of course, of course. Ask what you can. There's a servo skull floating nearby, and you watch as protruding from the mandible of that of that skull robot, um, a array of syringes comes out, and one of them is thrust into the neck of the noble and injects him with some sort of you know pain uh, you know some sort of stimulator and also something to relieve the pain i will give you some time and the pre- the priest has also notices the smell in the room and just yes. puts a cloth up to his up to his nose and just walks out it, it does stink a bit of you know it's pretty sour nasty in there sour yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now to to give uh Chig some time here with this guy, I'd like to ask the priest if he can take me to the uh the records room so I can start piecing through what kind of information they they've documented about this uh this individual. Ah, yes. I might even say I might even say uh yes, uh priest, I think you understand that um Quentin as he's touched by the nobles must have some time alone with this uh this unfortunate noble individual but if you could please bring me to the records room and we can sift through what uh, you have documented so far so that we of may help course. this individual as much as we can with our off-world resources he leads you away to where they keep the records and obviously you're basically going to find a, a room that's got like piled high scrolls papers some poor poor bastard is like literally working through them and transcribing them 20 times over it's awful uh, anyway as you do that um the rest of you remain in the chamber with vidame who is mm. in in the bed he i don't think i'm in the chamber am i are you are you not in there? Did you not want to be in there? I I wasn't sure if I was going to be invited or not because I am I am low on that totem pole there. Space 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 space. The space, pecking Genevieve. order. <laughs> you could you could if you wish you could go stitch some stuff together and gain some gain gain some respect from the priest by stitching some clothes together. No, um, <laughs> uh, I was going to see if I can go skulking about, seeing if I can uh, piece together some information, because I have a sneaking suspicion they actually know what uh, Gratis actually is, and they're not telling anybody. Okay, fine. Good. Okay. Um, right. Um, so you're there with Vidami, and he, he, he stirs a bit and looks up at you. Why do you why do you awake me? My lord, I think I have something that'll help you. I know that you're suffering. But I also know that helping you isn't something that's gonna happen for free. And Quentin will hold up one of the little baggies. Oh shit. So if you tell me everything you know about this, yeah. If you tell me everything uh, you know about this, no, no, I'll be happy to share with you. Oh, okay. You can you can interrogate him because you've got the because you've got a sample of the drug there. Uh, it would normally be hard with minus twenty. This is just going to be challenging, so there's no modifier. So it's a presence interrogation test. I got a. Holy sh- I got a 26 on a 27. <laughs> well, so you've passed. So you've, it's a, so it's Whew, a, a good yes thing I got but. them drugs. <laughs> so zero success level, but it's uh it's right. Okay. So what's the first question you're asking? Uh tell me everything you know about this. Where does it come from? How do you get it? <sighs> Temptations ruin my mind. Body and soul, I am corrupted by it. Even looking at it as much as I desire it the much, I fear it so. Even here, sheltered in the Empress Mercy, 
I can feel my spirit calling out to that that substance, that sweet substance. It made all everything, every hardship in my life feel like it was like it was my childhood again. I was able to play. Everything was a pursuit of beauty and perfection. And the dreams, oh, the dreams. If I was to speak of them, the emperor would surely smite me. The... I acquired it from the administrator of the manufactorum 6938. He suffered an accident. At least that's what he said. At least I was told. And that's why I'm here now. I had lost my dealer. How uncouth of me. How pathetic. <coughs> he said there was someone else I may have been able to get it from. Some... Someone the Red, Regiel the Red, someone who was part of the Knives. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get anything from him again. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's cut off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real sorry about that. However, however, I'll let you have what I have here. I won't tell the Emperor. Let me have that. I'll let you have that. You've, you've, You've done great. I just hope the Emperor will forgive me. The Emperor holds infinite mercy for his children in his heart. <sighs> and uh, I'll give him the little little baggie. Okay. Um... Don't snort all that in one place. Make it last. Right. Yep. Good. Is there anything else I can say? Uh... No, that's it. That's pretty much it. He he looks at the baggie of it and uh, of the drug, and you just watch him begin to open it up and wet a finger with what little spittle he can get from his tongue to uh, dab it up on onto his into his mouth to relieve what pain he's in. As you turn away and head out the door, begin to head out the door, as he takes the drug, he kind of like, you hear him like fall back into the bed from his seated position. And then almost with a cry, please, please, oh, not the visions. Not the, those creatures, not their claws, not my soul. And then he passes out. Hmm. Some good stuff. <laughs> no. Meanwhile. Um, Meanwhile, back at the paperwork. <laughs> back with the paperwork. Um, yeah, you're working to make for a, a roll? You can make a roll. Yeah. It's going to be 
super it's going to be pretty difficult so i'm going to say it's going to be oh, a it's hard it's minus 20 uh i do have data delver um which does help me sift through data real fast okay yeah so i'm just gonna bring that up real fast all right um I'm naturally in tune with the flow of data and recorded information. Um, I, I read text in half the time it would normally take, so I'm really good at just going through stuff. And I have advantage on tests made to find or retrieve information from a document or archive, whether cool. digital or analog. So that is pretty helpful. Let's see what we get. Um, looking at my stuff here. What do you think this is going to be? Uh, logic, linguistics, uh, oh, logic. or Medicaid? Logic, okay. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, looks like we're going to be whoop, pretty good with uh, two levels of success, actually. Okay, you have found paperwork, regard well, records, in the Cogitator Bank, um, and also some printed material uh, regarding the nobles' condition. And the comings and goings of a Medicaid uh, from the mm. Medicaid facility, Adjum, uh, sorry, Adjumentum. Um, so you can head to this facility, this Medicaid facility, and further um, speak to them because they've clearly been taking samples from the from the noble in order to analyze and treat his condition yeah i think we'll have to do that a little more legwork but i think it's gonna pay out in the end uh yeah and you know th that again is elsewhere in the hive uh a bit lower on one of the lower levels because it attends it provides um health care to the hive workers what little healthcare it can provide um and i assume you're gonna head directly there uh once we get the team back together um has everyone done here um i'm assuming my skulking didn't really turn up no much. no you're just watching tons and tons of 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 pilgrims enter and leave you can see some of them their fingers are, 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 are you know raw from stitching together cloth okay. also a good number of pilgrims are carted out to be recycled into corpse starch because they died in the service of making robes for the uh, for the adeptus ministorum all right. If you get one of those robes, it's an extra blessing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven right. peasants um, yeah. died to make this cloth. I'll I'll make my way back to Quentin. Yeah. Well, I have some good news. Did you find oh. anything? N not really. Other well, than I have even better people news. are really dedicated <laughs> to their jobs. What? Well, I spoke spoke with uh, 
my fellow nobleman upstairs, uh, he told me that he received his gratis from the administ administrator of Manufactorum 6938. Now, if you'll recall, Manufactorum 6938 is also where our friend Reggio the Red, like that alliteration, Reggio the Red got his Lasgun uh, packs from. So, it all ties together. Hmm. Okay. The administrator hmm. is also clearly selling Lasgun packs to the Amaranthites deeper in the hive. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I wasn't um, able to get much data or information from the uh, the records here, but it seems like there's a Medicaid facility, Regimentum, uh, down level where they've got more stuff stored. We could probably get some samples, that kind of stuff, more information for Scythia. Oh, good, um, because I, I used our sample pack. Yeah, that uh, that's gone. Wait, all of it? Well, how many packs were there? I had one. There was at least two baggies of this Okay, good. It looks like real um, good stuff. If you want to try it, I recommend it. No, I'm... I'm okay, no so, so quick question then. Yeah. How far... No, no, I'm, this is in character. Um, how far do you think this corruption is in this planet? Like, is this a concerning amount of corruption? Or is this an acceptable level with all How corruption, all corruption is unacceptable. It must be rooted out yes. and destroyed. Yeah, that's that is the, what the, the ecclesiarchy teaches us. That is what the administratum teaches us. That is yep. what the high lords yep. of Terra declare. Uh, my, my is, is yes, it needs to be rooted out, right? Um, how much rooting have they been doing already with this? Not much. Why not? Look at the idleness. Look at the idleness you see but, in this hive. But why not? Why haven't they been rooting this out? If we know about it. You know, now that you bring that up. Yeah. My dear friend Genevieve, the enforcer we spoke to was not concerned about capturing or or stopping this but was more concerned with it not leaving the planet yeah hmm. yeah interesting thing to consider something that we probably should like consider a little bit quicker i think we have a sample we know where it goes we get off planet i think you might be right I think that we should get this. I, I feel like we should get more information from the Medicaid, get as much data as we can and get that to Scythia. They're the mastermind of all of this and they'll know better what to do and how this works. We were uh, sent to get information. We were sent to get the drugs. So we just need to figure out how to get what we have off this planet before they start doing something that is going to be planet-wide. I think Genevieve might be right. 
I'd still say we should go to the Medicaid, get that extra information. I know we don't want to be poking around much longer. Maybe I can go do that. And um, Genevieve, you can start figuring out how we can get this, get this off planet, get the sample off without it uh, raising eyebrows with the enforcers. I have an idea, but yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Okay. All right. Let's. Mm, I don't know if I want to go back. Do we have, do we leave anything at the hostel? I don't think so. No. Okay. I do not think we should go back. Concur. I think we need to figure something out when we're not at the hostel and get our asses off this planet. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe, yeah, Genevieve, maybe you can find us, yeah, smuggler, transport, anything like that. Get us get us through security. I'll go down well, to that uh, Medicaid facility. Wasn't your mission also to really know who's making it so that your patron can uh, I think we got take that. charge of it? It's the, uh, I think we got it's the amaranthines. Amaranthines, yeah. We have a name too, don't we? Mm, not, uh, not from that gang. We just have some data about them. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need to go as far as getting smuggled off the planet. But what I do think we need to do is think creatively. Okay. Um. Question for. Uh, when when they're going through and like scanning through stuff when they when they leave, are they looking more at weapons or are they looking more at like um armor or or equipment? I assume if, the like, they are there if to sniff for the drugs. If you don't have the relevant paperwork for what you should have on you, they will um, they will bring you in for questioning. So, like, if you've got permits for your weapons and, and so forth, where you're of the, the right rank to have such things, then fine. Um, the, the main... Obviously, the, the things that the enforcers are looking out for are any criminals that should not be... L- getting off-world or getting into the planet. Um, and, of course, anything, you know, any goods, materials that really should, that are sanctioned or should be appropriately tithed. So, yeah, it's fine. You okay. can trade, you can take you can take arms off-world, but you're going to have to pay the taxes appropriately. Okay. Okay. And that's, that's fine. My thing was that would I be able to use some sort of ammunition to smuggle off? How much, how much of the how many like how much drugs do we have you've basically got a few a few grams a few grams okay to get like to get a hit from it um but also yeah like think narcotics like this are going to be um you know that's why they've got the cyber mastiffs to to yeah uh, and that's what i'm trying to figure out how to work around so maybe you're thinking about this as you go to the Medicaid facility. 
because you know yeah. that's the next mm-hmm. place to go sure. for for things. Um, so the Medicaid facility, you know, again a bit of a journey through the hive, is a building that is a cross shaped construct. It has a it has the Lord uh, Castix's um, house crest engraved upon the archway of the entrance. Uh, large echoing stone halls, and within. Uh, basically, it's 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 a huge dormitory mainly for for those hivers that have been injured. And then there's the east wing for grievous injuries, and the west wing, which is for contagions of the flesh. And the northern hall is for spiritual impurity. So people that obviously have um, conditions that affect the mind. Uh, there are minor annexes mm-hmm. for specific Medicaid practices. And moving through past the cots of people who are groaning in pain, there are uh, there are workers, there are Medicaid who are in stark white uniforms that are soiled from the constant exposure to the many toxic environments, and of course the the fluids and blood of patients. Um, so you are going to, I'm sure, try and get the attention of uh, one of the Medicaid's there, which will be a member of uh, yeah. the Sisters Hospitaller, who, so again, uh, uh, the oh. medical orders of the Sisters of Battle, well, Adeptus Soriatus. Um, uh, as you enter, uh, clearly, you know, being a member of the uh, Administratum, again, you are well spoken enough to get some attention. Yes. Uh, hello, sister. Uh, we're looking for information on the case of this nobleman. Um, we recently visited him at the uh, monastery, and we'd like to request some uh, further uh, Medicaid records. Uh, could you please point me towards your records department so that we can get it? Here's all my credentials. Which oh. my credentials are like a scroll that just troops down to the floor right yeah um she smiles and um yes um come this way um there's a small uh, uh small chamber where we keep uh, records and where we must analyze uh such things we have to be careful of um diseases working their way up from the lower hives. After all, we don't want uh, a pand- uh, an epidemic leaving this world if that were to happen. There are so many foul plagues of that course. could easily spread. Um, yes. So leads you to, to one of those, uh, to that chamber. Again, there's cogitator banks and there are some equipment to allow the investigation of blood samples and and other materials. Beyond it, there is a sm- another chamber, uh, or at least there are directions leading to a morgue, um, where they obviously perform autopsies on particular people who have died of strange, uh, strange diseases. Um, and you can start looking at the records, or ask All her right. any questions. Uh, well, I'm sure as we're walking along, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to join the uh, Adeptus Sororitas, put in an application and everything, but uh, mm-hmm. I never got a call back. So I ended up in the 
Adeptus Ministratum. Uh, it's okay, though. You know, I, I like numbers and words. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, what is it exactly you're trying to find? Oh, we're hoping to uh, gather information for the Administratum, uh, seeing if there's any similar uh, substances uh, that may have been affecting other worlds. Uh, hopefully this would, uh, and then I'll just join on with some really boring things that will hopefully get right, them to not okay. ask more questions. Um, okay. The... As you're doing this, and you're you're beginning to kind of like input in your your search criteria. Um, from another chamber, that another uh, another wing that uh, another annex, which is connected to this one, and it makes sense why it's connected to this one. The door creaks open, and from within you hear screaming and the buzzing and whirring of some sort of machinery, and then it goes quiet as the door is closed. You look at the emblem above the door, and it is that of the cog and skull of the Adeptus Mechanicus. Walking in um, is a member of the Adeptus Mechanicus, clothed again in white robes, which are covered in oils and various other fluids, and their flesh on this this member of the Adeptus Mechanicus, they have a rebreather at their throat. There's other sensory organs. Their eye has been replaced, and they speak in kind of a distorted monotone with blasts of binary in between. Yes. Why are you accessing my data banks without full permission? Oh, jeez. Okay. Identify yourselves. Uh, tech, tech priest. Uh, this is Violish Adept um, Scrivener. Yes. Uh, yes. I am Data Collator First Class Grell. Uh, oh, sorry, Arissa. Why? Why do I have Grell there? I'm Data Collator First Class Arissa, uh, and I'm accessing this with the full authority of the Adeptus Administratum. Uh, in ah, uh, yes, yes moment that it sounds a minute like coming from the uh from the adept the sound of like a, a modem going off hmm. <laughs> yes i'm rasmus beta present your information to me it'd be much quicker i see you are searching uh, for a information on a narcotic correct this narcotic is known as gratis in the common tongue. Yes, that is the vulgar argot. I could give you the full chemical chemical name for it so far that I have given it in my studies. It's yes, a bloody long it word. My, <laughs> it's, it's really yeah, long. Input into my data slate. <laughs> How else may I help you? I'm busy. Uh, could you please... Uh, yes, please. Uh, please just input your collected data information on this into my data slate. Um, uh, we'll need it to uh, collate with uh, data sources on other worlds in the Makarian mm. sector. Do you have a sample of this? 
No. Shame. Do, I've only do, you, been able, do you have a I've only been a able to work upon those who have been victims of this drug. It, uh, it is hard to analyze fully what it has been absorbed into their system. Uh, would it assist your research if you had a sample? Affirmative. Uh, so on my Vox bead, I'm just going to blip out trust question mark. Sending that to my other two compatriots. I Whatever see you are using the equivalent of lol no is is what you get in response. <laughs> okay. Scrivener, yeah, I like... see you are using a archa- uh, an archaic form of encryption there. Yes, I am trustworthy. Oh shit, he used it. <laughs> he knows he knows by oh no. He knows Morse code. Um I mean, Morse code is technically binary. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh my gosh, you're right. Um, hmm. <laughs> it was the dits and the daws. We're screwed, you guys. Yeah. That leads me to believe you have a sample with you. That's some sound analysis, but quite a conclusion. Tech it is priest. logical. What could you do for us if we were to obtain such a, a sample i could perform a full analysis of the makeup of the of the narcotic that could provide information of where it is being manufactured yeah we could use those clues to figure this out um could you give us a few moments on your uh, chrono piece uh, for me and my associates to discuss our, our options moving forward. You have two minutes. That is almost an age for someone like myself. Uh, thank you, Tech Priest. Okay, I'm going to scurry off to a corner. <clears throat> All right, team. <laughs> I, I know we were trying to get out of here with the sample, but... I think we're probably going to have to give this guy all of it just to be able to process, which means we're going to be stuck here until we can get more of it, get more answers for uh, for Scythia. What do you think? Give it to him or, or not? I mean, we know where and how to get more, so sure. Yeah, you're right. I was just hoping to get out of this place before things get too dicey. It's never easy, never easy in our work, is it? And I mean, if we, if the tech priest can tell us how it's manufactured, then we might not even have to bother the amaranthites. So, yeah, this could be a this could be a good transaction. Genevieve, you're pretty quiet over there. What what are you thinking? You always got a, a good sense of this stuff. Because I'm thinking that we need to leave. We need to go. <laughs> I don't I don't think this is a good place for any of us right now. <laughs> okay, this isn't helping. We got Quentin on one side, Genevieve on the other. I'm sitting here in the middle. Um 
I mean, he already knows that you have the sample, so you might as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... Gosh. I, I hate dealing with the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Let me tell you, they're just... The, the, the priest dudes. pipes up. What are you talking about? He can still Time hear has you. expired. I require a response. All right. Quentin, I'll let you, you make it. the call, girl. Quentin, you got it. Hand it over. <laughs> I just hope this works out. Mr. Uh, Mr. Tech Priest? Sorry, I didn't, didn't get your, your name adept, earlier. Godsman. Yeah, that. Uh, I got a sample for you. Um, took it off a guy. A mechadendrite snakes out from under the priest's robes. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so this little baggie right here. Just gonna put, Give gonna it. Drop it. Catch it. Yeah, it's all yours. Please wait. I take and it he back shuffles off right. back into freaky. his annex. It takes about two to three hours for the full analysis to be performed. Remember when he told oh. us that two minutes was an age for him? This must be just interminable. Oh my gosh. We've been here for hours. Though, in that time frame, you are, without even asked, you ask, um, a meal is brought to you. And some, and some recaf. So you've got coffee and food has been provided by a servitor. It, it, oh, it's a servitor? Oh, jeez. Oh, they can't talk to them. I'm hoping to find a place where I can do my my flatulations. <laughs> um, I'm sure the same day. How often do you need to do like, this? It's, it's filled with adeptus. Anytime, listen, idleness leads to heresy. If yeah. you're sitting and waiting, you gotta do something. You, so what, go what stitch do you do? something. Go sew. <laughs> We left there. That's a while ago. Yeah. The um, oh, okay. the doors to the tech priest's chamber opens up, and again you hear some screaming of whatever poor poor soul inside is being turned into the next servitor. And Rasmus Beater comes forward. I've performed the analysis. Prepare to. I can recite it in. It would be slow, but I can recite it in low Gothic. But I will also provide it on your data slate if you have one. Yes, I do. Thank you. Uh, I will probably not understand a lot of what you're saying. Can you give me the, the simplified version? Yes. For mundanes such as I? I will give you a brief overview. So, the contaminants in the drug suggest that it's produced somewhere in, in the lower hive, in the bowels, the underhive. There is a significant amount mm -hmm. of algae, locally produced algae, in the sample. Hmm. Furthermore, and this worries me somewhat, it is also curious. I was expecting some biological contaminant of things native to this world, mainly the algae. I was also expecting other contaminants from industry. All these contaminants, of course, do exist in my database and are expected. After all, we must check the quality and purity of things such as the algae that we ship as a food substance and corpse starch. However, the drug shows signs of 
Xenos Origin DNA. Whoa. Whoa. Um uh what what form of Xenos? Unfortunately, it seems a manufacturing process is such that the the uh, strands of DNA are not complete enough for me to make a full assessment. They are fragments. Is Xenos? Um, excuse me, Tech Priest. I I only know so much I, I, about Medicaid and other such matters. But is it Xenos plant form or Xenos animals? I'm unable to determine from that. Hmm, okay. Hmm. Well, thank you. Um, did you detect any um, manufactured substances related to LAS gun energy packs in this? No. Okay. You good. will realize okay. well, that bad. because Very bad. of this, I will be making a report to my superiors within the Adeptus Mechanicus. This is a serious situation. Oh, absolutely. I, I would I would hope that you would report this. Xenos contamination here on this planet. Dreadful. Dreadful. Um I would given my requirement to perform this report, I would be grateful if you, in your position, to find out more about where this is produced. I can provide compensation. Uh, compensation something. Um... Okay, we can um we can go yeah, find let's that get, out. Let's get on that. Yeah, let's go check that out. Yeah. And we're gonna end the session there and this actual play for now, because I've gone on for ah. a good amount of time. So we've got a good cliffhanger. That pretty much gets us about halfway through yeah. the presented story. There's other places you could have investigated and spoken to. You I mean we didn't go to the manufactorium. Uh, there's uh, there's stuff yet about the the gangs and uh, places like that you could go to, um, but yeah, you've pretty much you know, you're on the the, the trail. Um, yeah, so quick debrief and we're finished there. Um, how are we finding it? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just typical Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's really easy to... Because we already know that system. We played a lot of Wolf Rip before. It was really easy to just slide right into Imperial Maledictum. So uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I and... also enjoyed that. Um, my only complaint is that the skills are ridiculously low. <laughs> uh, I don't have a single skill that I... Even my best skill, I'm not going to succeed half the time without modifiers. Yeah, so. but I mean, I think the point is that often... But, you're not because the way the skill setup is works in this game is like if it's something that's routine, you're never gonna, you, you're not expected to roll a test to do something that your character finds as routine. It's only if there's a risk at failure that is important. Do you make a roll? Um, the other thing is because of the way that combat works 
like Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, it's based upon success level. So even if you fail at your combat role, so say if you're it's an opposed test and you're doing melee versus melee, you know, you're in a sword fight. Even if you even if you fail on your weapon skill test, say you fail and you got like minus two success levels, so long as they fail worse, so say if they got they only succeed they they fail by three success levels on their roll, the net result for you is one success level. So you still win. So it's so the way combat works is about yeah, you'll fail, your roll likely, but it's about not failing as badly as your opponent, because that's why success levels are important. Yeah, and we're basically playing like fan, uh, sci-fi Call of Cthulhu, right? So our yeah, investigators right. are not yeah. very competent. Um, that's a good way to look at it. So if you survive, Gosh, long Quint enough, was very not competent. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the lore and the fact that we went to a hive world this time. So I don't think we've been to a hive world yet in any of the stuff that we've done. Um, I think we did stuff when we. I can't did... remember if we were or not. Yeah, you did when we did um Dark Tides for um yeah. Breath and Glory. Oh, did we? That's a hive world. Yeah. Cor- oh yeah, Ribdos. the last Ribdos the last uh, the oh, last hurrah yeah, was on a right. hive world, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. But yeah, I think obviously the way this is set but up I will... is there's a lot more worlds to explore. Yeah, certainly. And definitely with this adventure, which uh, mm-hmm. I believe Chris is is from uh, the core book, correct? Um, uh, I don't know, know this, where this is going this so is, far. This is, it can go um, in any direction. This is from a... This is a PDF they put out quite uh, quite shortly after the book came out. So this is the... Okay. This is Chemical Burn. It's a part of a series that is the the Rokath Adventures. So they're all going to be set within that same hive city. Um, so there's that. I think already it's suggestive that there's obviously conspiracies that will take you off this world to other worlds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, it's... I mean, I, I would say that there's not... Again, this comes back to my point, that you can still run a story like this in Wrath and Glory quite easily the difference is is that that game is more set up for you to go and then shit hits a fan and you're killing cultists in droves with your bolt gun this is shit hits the fan you pull out your little stub pistol and hope you can kill that ganger before they hit you in the face that's the difference of level of action this is much more gritty and in the gutter kind of thing um but i mean it's it what also I find telling with this, and obviously having written on certain stuff that's related to it, um, the it, I think it's quite telling by how much stuff has come out between when Wrath and Glory first came out and now, because there is so much influence within this from things like you know Necromunda has such a huge Im- impact on on writing this type of stuff, um, sure, and things like uh, Dark Tide the first person shooter um which is a which you again you're in a hive world and so it just it, it, the ease of understanding these worlds and and the depictions of them is like it's just like it's it's pretty easy it's pretty good and there's some cool skills lip reading lip reading's brilliant yeah. in this game like- <laughs> that was that was fun like i like doing that type of stuff 
but yeah, I think um, I mean I happily continue running that. Uh, I'm eager to see the starter set because technically this the start the scenario and the starter set can link up with this one to create uh, a campaign, as it were. Uh, and oh, then also nice. there's there's in the back of this thing here, um, there are some what they call case files. So they're very short uh, short um, scenario descriptions. So obviously you're going to have to do a lot of work to c turn these into an adventure. But, you know, the outline is there, the overview is there. And once you've seen one adventure like this, you can fill in the gaps. And the other thing I'll say about this, this, you know, you don't have to roll dice too often. Like we've rolled literally about no. five or six no. times yeah. throughout, which is how I like playing. Yeah, that's really nice too. So yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Any last yep. words? I like it. And uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll play this again uh, on a live episode. Uh, maybe not. But we'll uh, definitely move on to uh, doing some other deep dives in the uh, near future. So really excited about that. Yeah, Absolutely. we'll be um, running. So the next deep dive is going to be a completely new game. So all change. Um, yeah, I need to do some editing of the intro video to it to get it done up <laughs> and looking nice. Uh, and obviously, if you're watching this and you see some camera changes or anything, it's because we had some technical issues that will be edited, that have been edited out to make things as seamless as possible. So if you've enjoyed this, go to Dark Days Radio uh, on the podcast, the YouTube, go to um, our, come over to our Discord at Dark Days Radio for all our social media. Um, if you want to ask any further questions or suggest games you would like to see played and how stuff works rules-wise. I think we covered most of the rules in this, or at least we gave a good sampling of what you're going to do most of the I time. We didn't get heavily yeah. into combat, but it's not that difficult. Um, yeah, so that's it. So thank you a lot, you the team for playing and thank you for watching and we'll uh, we'll be back with more in a few weeks time so goodbye for now bye bye everybody